0: Money FM 89.3 Best of Weekends.
1: Launched on April the 7th, 2020, uh, was a uh, an art fund called the Passer Glamour Art Aid, and this has already raised over $136,000 to provide financial assistance to freelance uh, and self-employed performing arts workers. Now we have been talking a lot about the performing arts yep. industry over the months yep. and trying to support them. So this is very good news for that group. It was wonderful. In fact, we found out
0: about this initiative from our good friend Lionel, who was uh, who's the CEO currently of the Sports Hub. Mm-hmm. He spent more time waxing lyrical about the wonderful work of his wife. No, he didn't really. He didn't really. But he did. You know, he brought it to our attention, yeah. and uh, we had, of course, Agent Pang and Ivan Heng and uh, Gorov from Cri- the S- <S yeah, from the SRT last week, yeah. talking yeah. about this very issue that the arts
1: industry is struggling. Mm. So when you've got a positive story like this, it's great. Joining us on the line now is Janice Koh, actress and one of the uh, co-founders of this Passer Glamour Art Aid uh, group. And Janice, welcome to Weekend Mornings.
2: Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: It's great to have you. And I believe uh, Petrina Koh is also with us. Petrina, are you there?
3: Yeah, hi.
1: Good morning. Welcome to both of you. Great, great to have you both on today. And Janice, why don't we start with you? Tell us a little bit about how you, you guys came up with the idea of the Pasar Glamour Art Aid Fund.
2: Um, well, it came about in um, March when we knew that theater shows and productions were going to be affected by COVID-19. And they were starting to, you know, government was trying to, uh, advise companies to either, you know, close their shows or sort of prepare for theatres to close. And um, because Katrina and myself, we work uh, in the theatre, we had a lot of friends sort of like uh, expressing that they were losing work in the following months. And because there seems to be no end mm. to when we would go back to any sort of normal, we thought we needed to do something to provide some kind of stop-gap relief to those who who were depending their you know who had their income sort of like lost as a result of theaters closing down, we just didn't realize how long it would go on for, and it's mm. it's become such an important lifeline now for those who are struggling to pivot or struggling to mm. just to find new uh, sources of revenue. Um, yeah, that, that's how it started.
0: And uh, Petrina, if we can bring you in, mm. it's a wonderful, wonderfully original concept that you came up with to raise money. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that and how it came about.
3: Well, actually, I can't, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was... I mean, in theatre, we have a lot of like fun warm-ups and games that we do to challenge ourselves. And um, I think there was a particularly fun one that... I think it was Pam, right, who who thought about it, that we've done before in theatre, which was to do this sort of like a round-robin rhyme thing. And I think to kind of kick-start the awareness of the campaign, we thought we'll rope in our friends from the industry to try and just sort of challenge them to do this um, help performing arts sort of rhyme. Uh, Sort of rhyme, more like a little uh, sort of physical challenge. And um, so when we started doing that, uh, I think it started to get a lot more... um, Sort of awareness, and people were uh, at the time also, you know, ready to sort of chip in and help, Uh, and and I think that really helped us in terms of our fundraising. So that was really fun, and it was was called the Help Performing Arts Challenge. (laughs) I don't know if I can do it anymore; it's really tough. Basically, you have to sing it, and because it's one syllable more, uh, you'll have to stop halfway, and then you have to. But then the tune has to continue, so. Yeah, it's pretty
1: complex. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're speaking with Patrina Kao, the founder of Vocal Presence, and Janice Ko, uh, of course, actress uh, known in Singapore and around the world. And to both of you, you know, the the uh, right now, I think, uh, as I'm on the. Uh, campaign the ray of sg campaign site. You're at one hundred um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and thirty-seven uh, thousand and ninety dollars <laughs> and seventy-five cents, and a great number. heading uh, quickly toward one hundred and fifty thousand, which is your uh, your next goal. How how will this money actually be dispersed, or how how will artists be able to tap into it, or how will it help them, Janice? What so, what does that look yeah. like?
2: So, we've already been dispersing funds, uh, and it's, we've already gone through two rounds of applications. And so far, out of the monies that we've raised, we've already given out over a hundred thousand.
1: Wow. And
2: to, to 200, almost 220 people, Hmm. freelancers Hmm. who work in the arts. And at least 70% of them are all freelance or self-employed. And that's an important um, distinction to make because These are people who can't benefit from job job support schemes Mm. that have been rolling out across organisations. You know, there's they they might have access to say uh, possibly some kind of temporary relief grant or even what they call SERS, which is a self. I think a a, a grant for self-employed people, but not everybody um, met the criteria to get those grants from government. So we didn't expect. We thought we would be a supplementary. We thought we would be a supplementary uh, measure, but. It turned out that a lot of people who applied to us, it was kind of like the only kind of relief that they could get at all.
1: Yeah, is it a, is it just a cash payment, or is it in support of a project they're working on, or does it
2: it's does it have any stipulations? Out. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a right uh, direct five hundred dollar once off grant, mm-hmm. and you have you have to be a, you have to be able to prove that uh, you had work in the arts. Um, particularly live art, so dance, theater, music, mm. that, had, that you had lined up and was cancelled on you. Right. Um, and the, of course, the focus is primarily those who work in the non-profit sector as opposed to uh, in education or in Nightlife.
0: And on that point, I mean, I'm just curious to know, who are the kinds of people who are applying for these grants? I know you say they're freelancers working within the industry, but are they yes. specifically performers? Is it just cast? Is it also yeah. cast and crew and technical? Which kinds of people, which parts of the industry do you see kind of dominating in the uh, applications?
3: Yeah, actually, I think we, we, we had a, a, a broad range, so everybody from performers to crew and tech. Uh, I think it, it it's sort of hit the, the freelance tech crew area, I think, a lot harder. And so we, we did see, because I think for them, it's sort of like the freelance is their life, right? So they, they just gig everywhere. They, they provide tech services for all sectors as much as they can. Um, there was also a, a big group that were sort of freelance performers and in all areas, you know, so it was... It, it was certainly illuminating for us to see the profile of people um, applying, and that's when we kind of asked ourselves, well wow, you know there's this is whole other industry of people that we they are quite invisible that we don't think are supporting but actually is doing a lot of great work but are not you know um, just sort on their own when something like that happens right It's pretty yeah. scary so, yeah
2: I mean it's actually yeah. quite interesting when we found out that um, there is a whole uh Group, a whole segment of uh, people who work behind the scenes um, in live arts, music, entertainment, um, not just in theater, who are what they call permanent casuals. That means Mm. they are not permanently employed by uh, a venue or a concert hall or whatever, but they literally work all through the year and they do get CPF, but when it comes to, let's say, benefiting from a job support scheme, they don't benefit at all. Mm. So they're kind of like caught in between a stool and a hard place where suddenly they are considered freelance when actually they've been working all through the year um, for some, let's say, certain big venues. So they were you know, re- really desperate and, and came to us for help. The other group that interestingly um, sort of fell in between the cracks were musicians who not just worked Mm. in on stage but were digging across all the pubs and bars and clubs. So they had multiple sources of revenue all lost at once. Because not only were the performing venues closed, all the bars and nightclubs and all were were closed as well and they remain closed. So, mm. you know, some of these trends started to emerge when we were looking at applications.
0: Yeah, we're talking with Janice Coe and Petrina Kao performers in Singapore. And you both raise a very, very good point here, a very pertinent point, something that I'm very passionate about. All four of us have, have, have been involved with TV in some capacity before. And I do feel that there's an element of the arts population that has been overlooked, hasn't it? We tend to focus more on the frontline performers, yourselves, uh, Adrian Pung, Ivan Heng have been quite high profile <laughs> in recent weeks, as we know. But of course, you know, when I've made TV shows, you've got the sound guys, the lighting guys. These guys, as you rightly mentioned, they go from job to job, crew to crew. They're very much, you know, have job, will travel. They'll go anywhere, they'll work on any production show, then the next week they'll go somewhere else. It's very much a hand-to-mouth, week-to-week, assignment-to-assignment existence, isn't it? And I do Definitely. feel that some of these guys... Have maybe been forgotten about. Would that be fair? Pretty.
2: That's much. right. Yeah, and I think if for those who are, are, are fortunate enough to also be working, let's say in media, so television and film, mm. they might at least have some work ongoing right now because um, you ca- we can go back to shooting. But mm. if you're primarily working in the live arts, I think that, you know it, it's pretty
1: problematic. Janice, how did the name come about? What is that Passar Glamour? What is that? <laughs> What's the origin of that? <laughs> so,
2: so, you know, Passa Glamour is basically a, a charity sale of pre loved clothes and accessories, designer oh. clothes and accessories, which, which Petrina, Pam, we, and I started three years ago. Oh, okay. Um, as a way of raising funds for the charities that we feel very strongly about. So, it's been going on every year for three years and hugely successful, and it's been growing. And Primarily, our ben- beneficiaries would be, let's say, children and women from disadvantaged backgrounds, as well as the arts. Hmm. So yeah. last year was the last, the most recent sale that we had, and we raised um, way above our target. We raised about 167000 and we decided to space out the distribution of the, the funds to our beneficiaries over two years. And, and because we can't, due to covid Hold anything this year. We decided, well, I think artists need the money this year. We're going to give some of it uh, through this Passa Glamour Art Aid Fund. We were just very fortunate that whatever money that we had put in, people were able to match it and, and, and contributed even more towards it. And that's how we ended up raising specifically for the arts 137000
0: No, oh, it's wonderful. Wow. It's yeah. truly wonderful. Yeah, that's fantastic. And Janice, um, Glenn and I both saw you earlier in the week um, hosting. The live Facebook discussion that you had with uh, uh, the, the cast of the pitch, and we had them yes. on last week, of course. I thought yes. you raised some very f- uh, pertinent points in that, uh, you know, in that broadcast. So, more generally, looking forward, what do you feel is the? And this is to both of you, but maybe Janny's first. What do you feel is the general mood within the arts community in Singapore at the moment?
2: I think there is. Finally, I feel, uh, this is just personal, I feel that there is a sense of the need to transform. There was, I, it has taken quite a number of months and some, I think some artists uh, and arts groups were sort of like trying to move into the online media space a lot earlier and just sort of like being experimental with it. But it, is, it has taken a number of months to finally get around to the idea that it's, it's, a slow, it's going to be a very slow, gradual transformation and we have to get on it. Mm. I think in the first few months of the pandemic, there's a sense that, okay, we'll just ride it out, we'll just try and find help, and then maybe we'll revert back to what we used to do. Um, it's sort of reached a point now where we've stopped putting out free footage of, shows that we have done in the past because it doesn't seem to make financial sense anymore. Mm. We do need to find new ways of reaching our audiences. And if it has to mean going on to other forms of media, I feel that the companies are now a little bit more open to the idea that it's a, <laughs> it's a necessary part of the growth.
0: And yeah. Petrina, yeah. What, uh, just following up, Petrina, what is your yeah. take on the scene?
3: Well, I'm rehearsing and about to shoot a Zoom play so that, that's something we're doing. <laughs> so it is a play written for Zoom, nice. it's set on Zoom, and it'll be put out on Zoom.
0: Wow! So, 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 so um, all the cast will fill the screen at the same time, like a Zoom chat.
3: Pretty much, yeah. So, um, that, so that, that in itself has been a very interesting experience. Everybody's sort of learning along as we go and adapting. And I think in that circumstance, you know, I think it's becoming very real for the actor that. You know, previously we just have to worry about what we do on on stage and learn our lines and be the best we can. But now we have to press play, turn this one on. And, you know, like record this and that. And that. So it, it it it's just sort of challenging us on different levels. But but I think that's something that we're all prepared to do and. It's so I think, I think we're just grateful to get work. Like, <laughs> yeah. But hang on, I just wanted to ask you, Petrina,
0: can I just ask on that? Yeah. Is, it, is it a paid show? Will people pay to watch yeah, this? Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Because that yeah, was the point yeah. I was going to make to both of you <laughs> that Janice also mentioned. The move to digital, yes, of course, all industries have to move to digital. But like many other industries, the important thing is how do you monetize it, right? It's all well and good putting yeah. shows online. But for the arts industry, you've still got to pay the bills, right?
1: Yes, yeah. and
2: yeah. I think uh, one important point that, that came up from the Facebook um, talk back with the artistic directors on the pitch was that the art scene and the groups and the artists have to evolve and and, and adapt to the current environment, but we hope our audiences will as well. And and begin to understand that if we are experimenting and trying out new ways of putting out work and art that speaks to you online, we hope you will pay for it because the creative process the 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 things that we speak to are still universal are still resonant are still relevant, and that that that's something which you do need to pay for you know mm. um, yeah. and and we we have to sort of like evolve and bring our audiences along with us. I think it will take time, but we—we it's what we hope will happen.
1: Well, ladies, we want to thank you so much for uh, putting in the effort. And PASAR Glamour, P-A-S-A-R Glamour, uh, is on the rayofhope.sg campaign site, so people can get on there now and and donate to help some of these casual workers in the arts industry. Uh, Janice Koh and Petrina Kow, thank you for uh, coming on. And we hope to have you on again as we get more updates on how the fund is going.
3: Thank you. Thanks
0: so much
2: for
3: having Thank us. you
0: guys. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.